My Talkers. It's Wednesday, hump day, July 28th, and we are about to get in a little Lady Gaga news. We've got an Olympic update for you, and plus one of our all-time favorites, some Hollywood speak. All right, so I just have to talk about something that we, you know, we, if you're just joining us, we interviewed Brian Molan. His book is The Housewives, the real story behind The Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. And Lori, you mentioned to him, you know, he co-authored a book with Erica Jane called Pretty Mess. Pretty Mess. Mm -hmm. And so you asked him... Kind of, is it true what she's going through, et cetera? And he said she totally didn't know any of this. He said he didn't think think that she knew. And, of course, what is she going to, you know, tell him? She's, like he said, they're looking at everything she said previously. And, unfortunately for her, she's done so much bragging about Tom and his legal prowess and how rich they are, honey. And everything else he does write in that book I don't think he knows, you know, because he just probably worked with her for three months. And, yeah. you know, maybe she didn't know everything. But um, Bravo did start after they they put in, they don't pay for glam on trips. You have to bring people. So that's why Erica had a glam all, squad. No, no, no. That's why they always did the Bravo wink. She always showed she'd have four or five people and bring her I own. Know. It was Erica Jane and a couple other people that they're like, we're not paying for those people. And if the ladies do want to sit and first their business, they have to pay the difference between coach. Oh, they do. Yeah, they have to pay for that. Bravo doesn't pay for that. Okay. So sometimes you will see people not all flying together. Yep. And that's why. Okay. Got it. And the other juicy thing. Well, there's so many good things in this book, but. Denise Richards got up on the wrong foot because her very first scene in Beverly Hills, she got into a testy argument with the waiter about her tequila. Oh. And instantly cemented, they called that the bitch edit. They they didn't do that. That was what she was saying. Okay. I, you brought me a Dispato. No, I wanted a Rapardo or whatever right, it was. Whatever, and they right. went back and forth. And she kind of like, realized, oh, this is all on camera. And right. she was very aware a couple times she dragged their, that Aaron away. Yep. And so she got off immediately on the wrong foot in her very first scene. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like cemented people were like, whoa, she's so rude to the waiter. Well, she wasn't that great, Laurie. Yeah. And you've supported I love, well, I hated how, and he writes about this, Brian writes about this. Beverly Hills is the only of the Real Housewives shows, because as he said, they're all produced by different companies. Yep. They're the only one that sticks with one subject and they beat it to death the whole season. Got it. And they that do. has become a signature thing. And they do. Of Beverly Hills Housewives. And that is something that, you know, hopefully they're going to change. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. It was interesting. That was fun. Yeah. It was, the it book was is fun. fun. Yeah. Very, very fun uh, to talk to him. And, um, you know, he also. Uh, just there's some interesting, you know, insight mm-hmm. that he brings to that. Okay, so um, uh, Holly posted, you know, Ariana Grande is joining The Voice. I saw that. And uh, they did, uh, she tweeted about it. The Voice did it. We posted it. And she. I think that's brilliant. It's very cute. NBC, basically, she, it's uh, join us at the campfire. And it's Blake and Kelly and John Legend, and they're sitting around a campfire, and she's in this silver dress, and she floats in on the moon. It's very, like, campy and kind of cute. So people are really excited. You know, she's replacing Nick Jonas, 
who we now know is filming Jersey Boys yep. in Cleveland. And um, anyway, it just looks cute. And there's all these furry critters around. And then Hopelessly Devoted uh, to You is um, what she's singing. It's going to, it's really, it's very cute. It's very cute. So it's Blake Shelton, John Legend, Kelly Clarkson, and Ariana Grande. I think she's great. She'll bring some different fans. Yeah. Yeah, because she's got a lot of them. I I like that. So that is posted if you want to take a look at that. Also, the craziest thing you're going to see, this actually was leaked online yesterday, and I sent a note to Holly, and I said, we have to do post-Adam Driver mountainous, mountainous, Horseman, a ad for Burberry's upcoming new fragrance, Hero, leaked online. And it is it is Adam Driver doing this cologne ad where he becomes a centaur, which right. is a horseman. It's so on brand for him, but he's running into the sea. I had to watch it like four times. Yeah. We posted it. It is. And he's frolicking with what can only be described as a beautiful palomino. Mm-hmm. I know my horses, Jules. I know <laughs> And then he, Teresa and Kohler, then, your friend, you know, yeah, who's the horse horse yeah. lady? She just posted something on her Facebook page, Laura Julia, um, about someone wore during dressage a bright coral jacket that she'd never seen before at the Olympics. Oh, and she said, "I wonder if this is verbatim," but she looked it up, and the color is accepted. It is accepted. So it was just so funny. Yeah. So Adam and the horse merge into one through the magic of. Poseidon and CGI. Mm -hmm. And then Adam Driver, the large man, does he consume the horse and become it? Was there an unholy union of man and horse that created him? I don't don't know how John Oliver is going to handle this ad, but it is absolutely... The horse at the end of the ad is like 12 feet tall. Mm -hmm. It's, It's witchcraft and sorcery. It's very strange... I mean, he's rolling around underwater, and it's strange. It's strange, but what it's is catchy. It with, with cologne ads and mythology. Well, Versace does this too. Remember the Johnny Depp stuff with uh, you know the native, the native American in the middle of the desert, desert and but he didn't turn this. Adam Driver turns into a centaur. Yes, he does. I, I love it. Yeah, it's just absolutely. And where's the other centaur that it, we know? When you wear it, you turn into a mythical beast. This mm-hmm. is all I can think of. Okay? Does it when make you, you want to buy the cologne, um, Grant? You're a man. Not really, Not no. really. I don't know what to think. It is just strange. But it's very getting everyone so. talking about it. It's very different than a man on a horse. A horse man, otherwise known as a centaur from Greek mythology, is very odd because he's rapturously swimming underwater. What in the holy hell was going on underwater that he emerges from the water, not a man, but a horseman. I'm with you. It's weirder than hell. It's weirder than hell. And he's got, you know, a great chest. But see, people, here's, so here would be my take on it if I was a guy. It's an oddly sensual swim. Of, well, my take on it is a guy. It's like if I wear Burberry's new fragrance, I'm gonna people are going to think I'm hung like a horse. Maybe. Hey. That's totally what I'm taking well, this as. Well, the sex anthem uh, song is FKA Twigs, Two Weeks. Oh. Is that what song? Is that what's playing in the background? Yes. Yeah. So seriously, that's my take that's on this. A good take, this Julia. whole thing. Mm-hmm. So from a guy, ah, oh, chicks will think I'm hung like a horse. I'll do it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Could be I, a letdown, but you never know. <laughs> if you have an appreciation for a fine fragrance and a majestic Mustang, and a, if you think Adam Driver is hot, you, you've got to look at this ad. 
and then ask somebody to explain it to you. Discuss it. <laughs> it could be the instead other of a center, book club, an ad club. There, there you go. I love oh, it, Lori. It's so funny. It is funny. Yeah, it's worth looking at. And Ariana Grande is the camp, and this one is just like, oh, scratch your head. All right, when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so here's kind of a, a sweet story. Um, a woman in South Dakota named Diane Nesselhoff married her husband, Eric, in 1971. Hmm? Ed, has pa- Ed passed away five years ago, but she followed through on a promise that they made that they said on their 50th anniversary they would do this. They saved a can of Coors beer from their honeymoon and promised to drink it on their 50th. So Diane and her son drank it together. They were a little worried they'd get sick, but it was fine. She said it tasted a little sweet, but isn't that kind of sweet? Saving a can of beer for 50 years, not accidentally drinking it. I want to know the story of why they saved the can of beer. What was the meaning behind that can of beer? They it drank. was it the first time they got drunk together and screwed. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no, it was yeah. their honeymoon. No, Who but knows? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, I just... I Remember like what we know. say about the follow-up questions around here. That's right. I'm, I'm just wondering <laughs> that. I knew you didn't know that. Right. Probably that would have been it's too that, much to hope for. It would have been too much to hope for. I did do a follow-up on this headline, though, okay? Um... If your bathing suit has pineapples on it, people might think you're a swinger. Yes, that's the new thing. All right, so a woman on TikTok Mm. um, talked about she got a bathing suit with pineapples, and she got her husband a swimming trunks with pineapples, and they went on a cruise. Casey has shorts with pineapples on it. And people are so nice to them. So Uh she found out if your swimsuit, if it looks, you've got pineapples on your swimsuit, it means you're... A swinger. It's like the blue light and or, lights on the porches in Woodbury. Or so, flamingos in Florida. Uh-huh. So I did a little bit more study because pineapples have always meant hospitality. We've yes. known that for everything. Hawaii. So, Welcome to yes, Hawaii. Hawaii. Do pineapples have a dirty secret? Mm-hmm. Well, so, you know, some people believe the wives' tale is that makes everything taste good downtown on sure. a lady. Sure. Oh. pineapple. Sure. Okay, so I don't know if that's true or not, you know. <laughs> Neither do I. Here it is. Pineapples represent hospitality and welcoming. Thus, a pineapple is placed on a porch or mailbox by Swinger's House to signify mm-hmm. a swear party's going on. If the pineapple is turned upside down when a person is in search for a Swinger's party, however, originally they turned it upside down in... Um, it, it doesn't stay I, up. I hope, you can't. I hope the dole pineapple people don't get wind of this. They're not going to be happy. I, I don't think know. pineapples make you happy on sweet swimsuits. I, I feel like you can't really see a pineapple on a porch. This seems like a bad signal. It does. Here are some few signs if you're a yeah. swinger. Okay, I just want people to know if you're interested in taking up a new activity um, post-COVID, here are some ideas for you. <laughs> These are signs of a swinging Is this lifestyle. Sex Monday or no, something? I just I just did a little research on it, and this popped up that right. pineapples do Pump have a dirty it. little secret. So, if a man or woman is wearing a red baseball cap, white landscape rocks in someone's front yard, wearing a toe ring, switching the wedding ring to the right hand—that oh, doesn't mean you're a swinger. That means you're pretending you're not married. Yeah, I yeah. wear toe rings. Uh huh. A yin yang tattoo. What's a yin yang? Uh, 
I don't know. It's like the circle with the white. With the white dots. It, it looks like a six and a nine, oh, but oh, it's yeah. like the yin yang symbol. Yeah. Oh yes. Yin and yang. Yin and but yang. Yeah. yeah. You but said they, yin yang. I did. Yeah. I did. Yin and yang. Garden gnomes. I have one. Pink flamingo. You said metal star in the front of a house. We've seen that before a million times. Mm-hmm. The pineapple on your social media status. Whoa. Uh huh. Um, be cautious about your pineapple. Be views. careful. I went up north this weekend, and my cousins outside their camper had a little one that blew bubbles right on the steps okay. of their bubbles. And I was like, "You guys, you know what that means?" And like, no. And, and it blew blue bubbles too. It blew too? bubbles, so it even had a little more of an effect to it. Now, I'm not saying they're swingers; it's for the kids. But I was kind of like, "Hey, this could." Yeah, we send cannot the wrong let any of this stuff get. No, I know, but I just this. think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Okay, so this is a great headline. You gave it to me, Lori. Craft, craft like craft foods admits in mayo copa that it's fat-free mayo isn't good. So they discontinued it. And so they tweeted out basically that, um, so I'm officially done selling fat-free mayo. I mean it, I'm done. Instead, I'm going to put my energy in making us the mayo like I've always wanted. Consider this my mayo copa. (laughs) And so for mayo lovers... We don't deserve anything less than velvety, velvety smooth mayo in our fridges. You know, all the remember when all the fat-free foods came out. What we found out about all of them is they had so many more carbs, so much more sh- sugar, sugar. You know, trying to get around using the basic fat elements that are good for you. Right. So um, I never bought fat-free. I've bought mayo or I, Miracle Whip or any I of feel that. like I have once you back did? in the day. I like the olive oil mayo. Oh, with I do the green lid. That I is like good, good stuff. And yes. I like the sriracha mayo. And I like the mm-hmm. Hellman's if I'm making a killer potato salad. Well, Hellman's or, is the best. Hellman's. Hellman's is way mayo. better than Kraft. Yeah. And your potato mm-hmm. salad is killer. Oh, that like was that? so good. Yeah. I, could go, oh. I could go for that right now. Right. Okay, here's another sweet story. A group of nurse, nurses in Kansas City crocheted a bunch of gold medals in tiny USA outfits for babies born during the Olympics. They made them last year. Oh, how cute. cute. Is that cute? They were, so they've been planning this for a while, and they have a lot of them out there. So I thought that. Well, was... I would like to give an Olympic medal to Casey's daughter's new little baby, baby and, Bruce, and I would like Bruce to win velvet baby thighs because he's got like five rolls just between his knee just makes and me... his upper thigh. He's oh, so, so five cute. distinct velvety rolls of fat. He's just so cute. He is. Darling, yeah, he's <laughs> and he's such a good. I really baby. am biased towards a big baby. Oh God! Someone just <laughs> sent me a pineapple. Oh, did they? <laughs> Anybody good? My friend John. Okay. Yeah, it, that's funny. That's so funny. Okay, so this is also really good news. Um, Walmart announces plan to pay a hundred percent of college tuition and books for its associates. So if I don't come to work tomorrow, I'm going back to college and getting a job at Walmart. Is it like certain colleges? Well, this college? is what they I'm said. Sure there must be, but that's pretty They used cool. to have, um, the company will pay 100% of college tuition and books. It was inspired um, by changes in the economy and the job market. With the new plan, they plan yeah. to invest over a billion dollars in the next five years in career training and development for its employees. Good, so they have one point five million part time and full time associates at Walmart and Sam's Clubs because they own that. Yeah. So they're eligible to learn new skills 
in college degrees. Well, the retail is tighter and tighter. Tighter. And yeah, yeah. people need employees. Exactly. And so this is another incentive. And why not like take some of your associates and maybe they're going to become store managers or buyers or good idea. Some kind of business angle. Chain line chain engineers or whatever. There's a lot of stuff. There is a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm, Good. Okay. So, um, when someone, let's see, Salvador Dali once conned Yoko Ono. Do you know this story? I do not. Into paying $10,000 for a blade of grass. Good <laughs> Yoko had offered to pay that amount for one of his mustache hairs, oh. not to be confused with the long hairs or the pubic hairs that we talked about <laughs> on Michael. Um, who's the swimmer's Phelps, face? Michael Phelps. Phelps beard. Beard. Oh, was it wasn't so trimmed last night either. I no. just... He's he's, uh, he's such a nice guy. He's such a great guy. And when you think that he won all those Olympic medals um, over four Olympics, it's pretty amazing. And mm-hmm. I really like that Mike Taturo was asking him about Simone Biles because he has been for about five years very open. He wrote a his documentary, The Weight of Gold. Yeah. I remember how he All said on that, that interview, it's okay to not be okay. okay yeah, that's that was really helps. cool. Yeah, yeah, I was loved how he said that. It's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. God, it's giving me the chills. I got, I got the chill too. Though. I kind of, it's, it's. All right, yeah, back so to Salvador Dali and Yoko Ono. I couldn't we can't hold, hold the pubic hair brain against, against because he does blade. look good in that beard. He does, but it just needs. It's a got a few loose ends. It does. It does. Just like my eyebrows. <laughs> I don't think I've had my eyebrows groomed in like seven years. It feels like. I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. I don't. Well, I can't because I'm trying to draw them in straight, and there's so many different directions they go in, and I trim them up, but I'm just too lazy. Have your contact in when you're drawing. In I know, Lori. I only wore one day. I really the yeah. contact situation is really. Yeah. I'm having an off day. In mm-hmm. case anyone cares, okay. But she offered to pay that amount for one of his, um, back to Yoko owner and Salvador Dali. One long, because he had the Mustache. long wax yep. that kind of went up at the end. Wow. But he secretly substituted a blade of grass because he thought that Yoko Ono was a witch and might use his hair to <laughs> cast a spell. Oh, Lord. Well, I a feel lot of like people there's didn't like so her. much more to this story. You'd like to say you buy a pubic hair, Jules. <laughs> or a mustache hair. Or a mustache hair. I know it. This is Lori and Julia. This is my tag. We'll be right back. Our bonjour, who's listening live in France right oh, now. Bonjour, Tony. She said uh, pineapple in France was brought to France by Napoleon. And a lot of his fabric was embroidered with pineapples. After listening to you, who would have known he was a randy? Oh, Napoleon. <laughs> he was a randy short man. Randy, baby. Oh, yeah. and I'm telling you, um, I love the pineapple. And we've always... You know, you see it in artwork and everything. It's just a happy, it's a happy fruit. Yeah, I'm not, uh, you know. Wear your, wear your pineapples and don't worry that people think you're a swinger. That's right. Just but if you are. Forget about it. Now, you know, maybe put out 10. <laughs> really get the message across. <laughs> okay, so the big Olympic news, of course, is, um, you know, and, and this is really, you know, bad news for people who love to gasp in awe as Simone Biles does her thing 20 feet in the air, going 20 miles an hour. Yes. After announcing she'd be withdrawing from team events, which was last night when the, you know, the, it was Russia got gold, Americans got silver, and then it was 
Who got third? It was Great Britain Great and Britain. Italy. Yeah. And the one thing I will say with this time frame, we used to see more other teams. I always had liked to seeing like the Chinese or I would have liked to have seen the Italian ladies or the but they just were all focused on US. US and yeah. you know, the gold and the silver. So they can do that when they're you would have seen it if you'd gotten up live and watched the Olympics, but I don't know that any of us are getting up at three in the morning. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? So they're kind of showing that, but um, the gymnastics is so much fun to watch, but she announced this morning that um, she's withdrawing from the individual all-around competition, which is Thursday night, and that's when... One person wins gold, silver, bronze, but you do each of the four of Okay, so she doesn't want to do all four of the events. No, so we don't know what the... This is so confusing because then next it is. week... It's the individual. Individual, and, so you so can you win a gold in the beam, parallel, or, the beam. Right, okay? right, right. All right, got it. So, um, it's, uh, so t- tonight, um, Jade Carey, her Olympic teammate who was in a red yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. leotard yeah. on Sunday. She had the ninth highest score in the qualifications, and she will take uh, Simone's place in the all-around. Got it. For Thursday night. All right, got and it. it's um she just basically she's stepping back because she's she's been very honest and she we watched the press that she did last night after the show. She's just saying right out, you know, I I'm not in the right place mentally mm-hmm. and I could hurt myself. And she is, I think, um, I, I'm completely in awe of her grace and presence oh, and keeping her yeah. head. And like, you know, this is not. Look at all the crap that Naomi Osaka got. I know. And she was, you know, Simone is just sitting down and in front of you, she said, yeah, I'm just not in the right. She's just laying it out there. She's not. You um, got to respect her. I mean, very big much time. so. Yeah. The, I mean, lots of people okay. have expressed their support, but there's a lot of people who, um, not a lot of people, but there's a fraction of people mm-hmm. that are just like, you big baby, you're letting down You're your men- You need to be mentally tough. Like, yeah. come on, enough of that. Yeah, so she's just, would, even what she said, she's dealing with some things internally, which she hopes to get fixed. And one little slight error could mean a physical, I mean, you could be off. Yeah. You know, the, in that, what she, how she tumbles, how she pulls, yeah. pull, I mean, that would scare me. Well, if you're not in it, you know. And, Julia, there's frozen trauma yes. that she uh, could be experienced because I really did not realize, you know, that she'd been assaulted her whole career career by that Larry Na- Nassoff. And from, yeah, I didn't either. Michigan like. State, right? Wasn't he yes. at Michigan State? Yeah. No, no, no. He was the U.S. He was gymnastics the US, doctor. But he but was out of Michigan State. State. Yeah. Out of Michigan State. He yeah. was the team doctor for like 15 years. I know. But, yeah. A long time. And, and yeah. So, anyway, and, you know, she, she was bullied in in junior high and high school and the whole thing with her mom and then the fostering and she really has had a story. But anyway, I, I love that she cheered for her teammates. She did the press 
she, uh, you know, and just withdrew, and she's just going to see what happens. And Can I tell you who's not happy right now? Who's not happy? NBC. Why? Their uh, Tokyo Olympics coverage spurs advertiser anxiety as viewership continues to decline. Their costly event has shed almost 50% of viewers from the um, real games. Yeah. Because I, people don't, don't know how to watch it or it's been spoiled with the time frame. This happens every time there's a huge time right. change of an Olympics. Mm-hmm. 14 hours. But they had it in London and this is, you know. But London it was, isn't as big of a time. You're right. Rio was a time right. difference. I have a friend that works for sales for NBC locally here, and he's and he's worked for past Olympics, and it's an easy sellout every, every single time. time. This year, not so easy. Yeah. It was yep. a hard sell this yeah. year because they kind of already anticipated a lot right? of this, but he was like, Grant, it was a gold mine for me for years, and yeah. this year, not so much. And now with all this additional stuff, I can't imagine. With Simone like Biles withdrawing because yeah. she would bring a lot of eyeballs. Mm-hmm. But Naomi Osaka's eliminated. Yeah. But um, I mean, I would have thought last night, like I bet NBC had huge maybe ratings for the gymnastics things last night, even though people knew because you like wanted to see what happened. Yeah, I still As watch. it happened, yeah. you know, so maybe last night, who knows? But I do think it's the time change Olympics always have when it's that big of a gap because people can just say oh well, i can just and then they'll only watch the events that they want to watch some people want to watch all of it other people are like i like uh i had coffee with a friend of mine and she's like i live for this week she said i like swimming swimming yeah, yeah. badminton the badminton the badminton the ping pong <laughs> that's the best and the gym she said now next week i won't watch any of it no. because i don't care about the track and field or whatever is happening yeah, but I. she just said you know so i don't know i think uh, that that yeah the thing and also we're coming off of covid a whole year of covid and people don't have uh, advertising budgets and you know, stuff like that. No, people have bought into it, but they're going to have a lot of make goods and other things that yeah. NBC is going to have to do as a result. But yep. I do think, like, it used to just be kind of like, you know, award shows used to be just a winner, winner, chicken dinner and how those have kind of fallen off. Right. Um, but the watching of Olympics to me, I think it's convoluted having too many options that, bo- you know, there's just so many different options how to watch yes. it. And it just... Makes well, it confusing. I just watched the NBC. I know, I have, but, but you're television. missing. You, they don't play the tennis there, so you yeah. have to watch that on the Olympic Network. They don't play the this over there. You aren't going to see. They're only showing the highlights. They're only and the, showing the, the highlights. What, what they want us to know. Mm. So and last you, night it was just it was swimming and gymnastics. Yeah, you, gymnastics first. Do you guys miss not having a crowd there? Is that have you noticed that at all? Even not I really. think I haven't really because, mm-hmm. but I think. The, no, the Olympians do, but I don't the think Olympians we do. do yeah. Big time. Yeah, Especially- I miss some of the silly stories in the morning. I mean, like they interviewed the um, the swimmers that took medals yesterday on the Today Show this morning, and they're all in masks, you know. And so you're talking, you don't see faces, you know. There's just that's all in your face again. You yeah. know what I mean, kind of. Well, which Julia- it should be, which it should be, yeah. because it's out there, it's real, right? And, Especially there, yeah. But it's just, it's different, yeah. Um, here, there are, Bob Costa are, thinks they should have waited another year. Oh, I miss Bob him. Costa. I miss him a little bit. You don't like Trico? I kind of like Trico. I like, I I like him. Oh, I love him. But I just, it's, it's, it's so, so nostalgic with Bob Costa. Bob Costa. You know, but yeah. yes, Trico's doing a great job. Do you guys know the medal counts yet right now at all? 
No, tell us. Right now, Japan's in number one with 13 golds. China's 12 golds. And USA has 11 gold medals. But USA is winning the overall medal count with 31. All right. Why do we always have to be the best winner? Because. Because. Okay. Well, here is. That's part of the fun, Lori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I like the fun stories like this. Like the um, Filipino weightlifter who won the. Philippines, its first Olympic gold medal. That's awesome. She is leaving with an extra 666,000 tax-free cash prizes, two homes, and a lifetime of free flights. She's the Filipino female weightlifter who won the gold. And Did um, she get all the, that as she, a result of winning the gold? All that just Her came? country's government and some business owners are giving paying her that money. Wow. Because they've never had a gold winner. Wow. A gold medal winner. And she won a silver at the 2016 Olympics in Rio. And she gets this great house. She gets another condo. She flies free for life on Air Asia. And... Um, so she's like just super excited and people were really, they love people like watching the weightlifter, their weightlifting thing. There was a little toddler whose mom captured her with her phone doing the weightlifting. Yeah. With her. That was super cute. And um, then another female a weightlifter for Taiwan set three Olympic uh, uh, medal or records that she did. So right. they're getting a lot of, you know, they haven't, uh, you know, they had one. And then our shirtless Tongan guy, you know, makes Olympic history by competing in his uh, third Olympics. And he does the, he also is, what does he do? He does the weights. Oh, no, this taekwondo. Is so funny. This taekwondo. is so funny. What does he do? You taekwondo know, he does, does the, the weights. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't know if they're ankle Why weights. Why do you want to win all the time? If they're hat <laughs> weights, shoulder weights, we don't know what he kind of weights. He did cross-country skiing in the winter. He's an all-around <laughs> athlete, our Tungan. But he's the best. We love him in the Olympic opening ceremonies where he's all oiled up and just... Basically, NBC did a thing of him in the four Olympics he's been in. Is it four or three? Looks like exactly the same, just his face is a little bit younger, but body wise, right? That's a lot of Olympics. That's funny. I know that's so funny. The weights, the weights, you know, the weights. (laughs) He does the weights. All right, listen, we'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. Hollywood Speak. What is the meaning of this, Julia? What? Here's what uh, the three uh, ladies, Grace McCollum, Suni Lee, and Childs Jordan, said uh, being interviewed about last night's uh, team competition. In our minds, we didn't just get silver. We won silver. Oh, you know what? They did. Yep. That's so great. Mm -hmm. That's great. I know. I know. Because they had to perform. They were under pressure because, like you said, Simone Biles was 70% of the score. Yeah. So those women had to step it up big time. And they were probably freaking out oh, at the fact that their leader... do you think they were? No, all three of those girls, uh, uh, Childs, Grace, and Suni, this is their first Olympics. Yeah. So Simone, Simone Biles was their leader. Yes, 100%. And their leader, leader says, I can't do it. Their leader and their big score right. person. And so they did win silver. And just because U.S. women have dominated and won the gold medal in the last three Olympics doesn't mean that the team owes a gold medal every time. That's part of the pressure that people are cracking up under. 
Exactly. That's how, you know, you must feel when I take a day off. And you just have to sit here and right. figure out what am I going to do? And it's gone. <laughs> I think one yes. of my favorite uh, highlights though, of last night was Suni Lee and uh, whoever the gal is, the woman is that does the announcing. I forget what her name is. Oh, her. Former gymnast. Oh, yeah. She's very good. Very good. And I, she she's said, got a Ledecky name, too, kind of like that. Yeah. But she said about Suni Lee, she said, oh, this parallel bar is. And so they did a split screen of her family all in their, you know, there must have been 30 people all up high and just going crazy because she did have the highest score of anybody. She did. Of the night I last do night. think that that has been a really nice component is we're um, getting to know all the other Olympians, the families, too. their yes, families, yes. you know, um, all together. And and everyone was go- going crazy. And then the, like the two kids, two boys might have been seven or eight. They're just kind of looking mm-hmm. and kind of smiling, but they're like, you know, they've been, they're done clapping. They've been clapping now for yeah, several minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, so here's another Hollywood speak. How did JLo and A-Rod both end up in San Tropez at the exact same dates? I'm going to tell you how, you know, their birthdays are like a day apart from each other mm-hmm. and they had a planned trip before they split. They had a plan. Oh. They were going oh. to San Jose. So yes. yes. So they were like, okay, we'll just I, change I, the yeah. plan. Exactly. And Jennifer had put the deposit down with her assistant uh, on, on the, the big, ship. on the big, the Valerie. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And so A-Rod had to scoop up what was left. Oh, and I'm going to tell good. you something I learned um, mm. from Auntie Lawyer and Clean and Bradley and Holly today is that one of the blind items... Is what former, you know, sports star that got into a little trouble drugging doesn't have as much money as he says he does. A-Rod. Right. And so he has a partner that he bought the Timberwolves with. Right. And the Timberwolves mm-hmm. has an accelerated, according to that, those guys today, um, has an accelerated plan. Like he plays so much now and then the bill payments just keep getting bigger. I'm so but he has glad a partner. she did not get, they didn't get the Mets. She well, she would have been him. stuck with him forever. So she's still tangled with him in business, but she's the money. Yes. She's the money. If she would have gotten the if they would have gotten the Mets, it probably would have been forced to be sold because that's happened in, in the M and the MLB before where wife and husband own together. They get divorced. Right. They they can't hold. It's true. They, that happened with the Dodgers. Dodgers exactly. Yes, you're right. Okay. Here's a Hollywood speak. Um, All right. Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, quote unquote, have an ease to their relationship. "Quote unquote," they let each other be free. Well, that's because they can't spend a lot of time together. Because she's got two kids that live in <laughs> London, and uh, he's got he's making movies. So I love that it's working out. This is all working out. A lot because- of couples want to have this relationship where you don't have to always be together, and your significant other travels for work. Yeah. Um, now this is this is funny. Then uh, another source said um, about their trip to Monte Ar- 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 Argentario, Italy. Easy for you, Argentario. That it couldn't have been any more romantic. It was just the two of them and their bodyguards. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so they brought they brought romantic. down a scale down team. They didn't have their fashion consultants, their stylists, their yeah. photographers. Oh, and then their PR people. Then this insider also said. Harry and Olivia had chemistry almost instantaneously on set. Because remember, she cast him in her movie, Don't Worry Darling, yes. that started filming in September 2020. And a mere eight weeks later, 
she announced that they, she and her guy, Jason Sudeikis, had been separated since January and then uh, showed up in uh, Montecito holding hands in January with Harry Styles. So they've been banging on the movie set since they met, since she was directing him. That, I, all right. They had instant chemistry. Instant. Loins were aflame. Honest to Pete, Lori. Panties were wet. She just wants to keep going (laughs) off on this for a second. Loins aflame, panties wet. Wet, okay. Linda Blair was told about the Exorcist reboot, reboot, but wasn't even offered a part. Now, if Jamie Lee Curtis can go back to Halloween, yes, why can't she should. Linda Linda Blair go back to The Exorcist? I and mean, and Linda Hamilton went back to Terminator. I know it's true. What's been Linda Blair's life? Well, it, it doesn't matter. I remember seeing her doing a prison movie, like in one of those after-school TV specials, and it was. She I looks, she I looks wanted really good. I wanted to watch it because they said it was going to be the first time that we would see like what kind of assaults happen to women in prisons. And Julia, all those years of reading True Detective magazines of my grandmother's piqued my interest. And I believe it was an after school or an ABC movie of the first week. First of all, she looks really good. Yeah, she, she was She's in a, a roller combo skating. of kind of Sally Field. Mm-hmm. I she know. looks really good. All right. I, I be uh, to me. I think they're going to include. I think Linda. It doesn't make sense. We really have a lot of reboots. When you feels, think about it, it feels like that's what was old is good again. I'm just seeing if it was because she has such a busy schedule. No, it isn't, Julia. I She's know, not I'm acting. Laurie. Yes, she is. She was in JJ Village Fairy Tale. Yeah, see what I mean? She's not acting. She was in a roller skating movie. I remember that. Mm-hmm. But somehow, I wonder if she got Harvey Weinstein or something. If something traumatic happened to her. She was like the Blair th- Witch Project. Yeah, she was like 13 or 14 when she did The Exorcist. Never easy transition. Not when you're that young. Um, let's see. Here's uh, uh, another one. Actress Alicia Witt. You would know who she is uh, if you saw her picture. But she... She told, confirmed what we've all known, and that is from the time you appear in Hollywood, there are two things women are told. Shed your age and shed pounds. Yeah, it's a broken record. Mm -hmm. They'd never say that to a guy. Never. She said when I was a young teenager, she said it was just everything. And she said, uh, and she said, well, what happened was that even friends and family and sisters, they would just say, well, you know, the camera adds 10 pounds. No. You know, wow. we've said that. I do know the camera adds 10 pounds. I've Did someone tell you- us? Did we see it on ourselves I, when we were on I TV? I see it every day on our YouTube, mm-hmm. um, my tech YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and it's I think, all on my cheeks. Yeah. Well, our cameras are too close. That's all it is. Is it's, that what it it's is? Horrible. You're beautiful. You're I beautiful. was Sybil no, Shepherd's daughter in, Shep- in Sybil. Oh, well, really? I don't know, Alicia. I don't like we would remember that, Laura. Well, I don't know. I was just giving you how she first started out because she was a child star. She was cast by David Lynch in 1984's Dune, which is coming back out remade with Timothy Chalamet. <sighs> Dune. That see, it feels like it's been done 30 times already in the last two years, doesn't it? It's yes. the same movie they've been talking about. I don't care. All right, fine. Jamie Lynn Spears. I only, here, no, let me give you the exact quote that she said about when people were saying, oh, I thought you said Brittany never bought you anything. 
she did a series of Instagram pics and she said, I don't own a condo and no one's bought me a place because I prefer my beach vacations at the Ritz anyway. <gasps> that Brittany pays for is what I want why to add to she, that. Why is she just, why doesn't she just be quiet? I don't, I don't, she's not winning here. Yeah. And why didn't you stick up for your sister? Right. You know, Lori, I know you'd stick up for me. And you know what her mom said is with the final blow falling out for um, Brittany was when he raised a hand with her son. Oh, of course. Of course. Smack the grandson. That was it. Her dad. She's Mm -hmm. saying the mom knew the final thing for Brittany's dad, Jamie. It wasn't all the microscopic control. That was it. But when he smacked the kid. You've learned a lot and nothing at the same time. That's a real <laughs> this art is and skill. Julia Show.